0: Friends, I have a question for you. Have you ever engaged in any particular activity in which you had selfless submission of your will to the greater collective good, in which you completely lost yourself in pursuit of perfection? If so, you may have shared a similar experience to the great Vince Lombardi and his saint that totally inspired everything he did on the football field, Saint Ignatius of Loyola the founder of the Counter-Reformation and the founder of the Jesuit tradition and the priesthood. This incredible collection of intellectuals and people in the Catholic Counter-Reformation that were had complete zeal to whatever they did, and they believed you could live a better life through daily application of trying to become a better person. For this particular episode of the Rocky Cast, I'm going to cover the relationship between the Jesuits, and in particular, St. Ignatius of Loyola and the great Vince Lombardi, and then I'm going to share with you another amazing spiritual experience that I had in relation to St. Ignatius of Loyola and Vince Lombardi. You know, when I began this process of reading this book uh, by David Marineris, When Pride Still mattered. I never experienced, expected to have the impact that it has upon me, but it absolutely have has, and I hope that you find this experience useful in your own life, because it is going to be this incredible spiritual journey that we go through. Of course, with every particular great person, man, woman, the question always is, what made them tick? What were some of their spiritual their daily routines what were some of their prayers what were some of their philosophies of life that they used to kind of organize what whatever they did and so for Vince Lombardi, uh, the thing that really jumps out I mean he talked about his um, his holy Trinity which was his Catholic faith, his family and football and a lot of coaches have that faith family and football the free Fs of their life but for Vince, Vince, one of the greatest coaches of all time, it was something, more profound and deeper than that. And I never experienced, expected to experience this rich tradition um, through this book on football, of all things. But it relates to a central component of Vince Lombardi. And to understand him, you absolutely must understand the Jesuit tradition and its impact that it had on Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi went to Fordham uh, University out on the East Coast, and that's where he received his football training. He was an average student, got nearly Cs and Bs in all the subjects except one. And it was taught by a Catholic priest named St. Saint er- Saint Ignatius Wiley, um, who was clearly named after St. Ignatius of Loyola, who taught a class on Christian ethics. And in order to understand fully the class on Christian ethics, you have to understand a little bit about Professor Cox and as it relates to St. Ignatius, Ignatius of Loyola. Cox was a Jesuit, and he wrote a book called Liberty, Its Use and Abuse. And it was all, it was all about this sort of seeming contradiction between ultimate freedom and personal responsibility. Can those exist in one in the same time? And, and so in order to actually understand that, we have to go back to St. Ignatius of Loyola and who he was and why he was the founder of the Jesuit tradition. St. Ignatius of Loyola was a Catholic soldier um, who was injured during one of the campaigns um, as a soldier. And after he spent time on the battlefield as he was covering from wounds um, in the Spanish army, he formed a new religious order. And this religious order came to be known as the Jesuits. And a lot of his previous military experience uh, influenced the way the Jesuits thought. And here it's kind of an interesting historical side note. I didn't know a lot about St. Ignatius of Loyola personally because I in the Lutheran, am a current Lutheran, and I go to the Lutheran church. And the Jesuits came to be known as the foot soldiers for the counter reformation. Martin Luther came along and he saw a lot of problems with the Catholic church and need of reform. The Catholics um, were kind of caught off guard by this sudden and fierce critique, but after it came on, um, St. Ignatius of Loyola pushed back against that. He said, no, there are some principles here that are very fundamental that you need to understand to advance your way in terms of how you can achieve personal goodness. And here is really key one of the key aspects of the Jesuit tradition was that it really rejected the concept of predestination, which was not as much an issue in the Lutheran church, but was firmly and fiercely um, uh, expounded upon by uh, the Calvinist tradition. I believe it's John Calvin. And Calvin believed that only certain people were predestined to receive the blessings of forgiveness and the, the bountiful grace of the Christian church. And that really caught on, and it's so firmly held by, mem- by members of the Reformed tradition, and that's kind of the underlying belief. Now, I'm sure you theologians out there would say that I'm oversimplifying it, but the Jesuits in particular did reject that, and here's how it really relates to personal improvement and the Lombardi. The Jesuits believed that anyone could become a good person. And how did they do that? They had to engage in a process of daily application, taking into consideration the things that you had done well and writing them down, as well as your sins, That's was kind of a religious word for a mistake. They don't really think about them. what is a sin? It's kind of a mistake that goes against God. And in the, in the secular context, it is something that you don't do well that depletes your life-giving force. And so Marineris talks about this in the book. And here I'm going to quote a little bit more in detail just directly from the book. So you can kind of get this concept as it applies to Vince Lombardi and also as it applies to your own life. And this is based upon the lectures of this Ignatius Cox who, who Vince Lombardi received an A in this ethics course from. So it says, when he formed his new order, Loyola transposed many of his military beliefs and his religious work, making the Jesuits soldiers of Christ. There was a direct line in thinking from the Jesuits to football to what would become the philosophy of Vince Lombardi. The Jesuits rejected the notion of predestination, arguing that anyone could obtain a state of perfection with enough zeal. Perfection went to those who sought it most eagerly. They believed in man's liberty to choose between action and inaction, good and evil, but like the military and football coaches, they also maintained a hierarchical order in which the inferior submits willingly to the superior. The willingness to accept a rightful order, believing that the chief God, the general, the coach, loved each member of the group with the same love. The seeming contradiction between free will and blind obedience was resolved by the Jesuits. the vision of a mystical goal only those with free will could surrender it freely to achieve a higher ideal what i absolutely love about this is so often when we think about what we achieve in life we think about what we haven't been given the lack of benefits that we've received the lack of status our lack of talent our lack of resources the things that we lack the jesuits would would ask us to do something different. And they say, well, what are you actually doing? Notice what Marinara says here, the difference between action and inaction. And so as you think about where you are and where you wanna become, how much of that is a function of your original natural endowment and how much of it arises from your own inaction, your inaction of working, your inaction of exercises, your inaction of recovery. Your inaction of um, stopping drinking, your inaction of not engaging in um, supporting your family and engaging in acts of support and love to your fellow human beings. So many of the things that we do are the result of our own actions. And I've really found that to be one of my key insights, and it was critical to Vince Lombardi's view of excellence. Because when he came to the Green Bay Packers, they could not have been, no one would have thought. Now we know that it's Titletown. Yes, they had some early success with Curly Lambeau, but when he took over the helm in 1959, they could not have been a more unlikely candidate to become world champions within three years, which they became in 1962. And, and Lombardi believed because of his Jesuit tradition that anyone through daily application could become the person that they were destined to, to come with enough zeal and surrender. Now, here's the key aspect to this. Doesn't that sound kind of tyrannical? But notice what the Jesuits also firmly believe in. They believe in free will, which means that no one is subjected to this unless they voluntarily notice voluntarily they're not coerced. they voluntarily choose to act for the benefit of all and think about all of the greatest moments of your own life whether it's in a play a football team a musical choir and or your, your business team or what you've done with your family planning a family reunion Almost all the best moments of my own life, whether it's been part of a choir or on a football team or in a play, are being when you someone inspires you enough. For me, in choir, it was Weston Noble. He inspired us all so much that we engaged in selfless surrender to his vision. And did we feel that we were oppressed? No. Here's the other key: it's an act of liberation. It does not oppress the self, it liberates and unlocks your individuality and selfless submission to the collective whole. I know this is kind of paradoxical, you would think that by selfless surrender, you would be worse off, you'd be less of an individual, but the opposite is true. You are, your, your individual potential is unleashed. And when he came to the Packers and he was part of this Jesuit tradition, he knew that through the daily application of work, obedience, attention to detail, and persistence, would unlock lack the skills of Jim Taylor and Paul Horney and Bart Starr and all the other Ray Nitschke, all these other great players that we know that became legends benefited from a submission to his collective will. And here we're going to share a personal anecdote in terms of even at a greater, finer level of detail on this mystical experience I've just had with Vince Lombardi. I never experienced this. I never expected this. And reading read this book. Read this book by David Marineris. It is so good. When Pride Still Matter is the book. Here it is. You can get it on Amazon. It kicks ass. By the way, Mr. Marineris, if you're listening to this, Thank you so much. This is one of the best books I've ever read. And thank you, St. Vincent. I'm going to start calling him St. Vincent. I love him so So let's talk about the details. So this is another key to St. Ignatius of Loyola. And I'm also going to give you this amazing, mind-blowing, personal experience I had to this. You're going to be like, whoa. It's almost as good as my synchronicity podcast. So it says this line from, here I'm reading directly from the book, this line from Saint Ignatius of Loyola to Vince Lombardi's life in football has two distinct threads. In pursuit of perfection, Loyola paid strict attention to detail. It was said that he would rewrite letters 20 times. He concerned himself with the most trivial matters, such as engaging a cook, a porter, or a nurse for his order. His most famous work, which came to be known as the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola is predicated on spiritual discipline and precision, intention to detail. And these exercises, and write that down, by the way, if you're walking or in the car, go back to this podcast and write this down. The Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola, because I bought this book and I'm going to do a 30-day St. Ignatius of Loyola exercise. These exercises cover four weeks of meditations from the health and divinity, perhaps a spiritual equivalent to a football camp. And then it says, anyone attempting to follow these exercises had to keep a daily chart of the sins. And the comparison between the rows and dots and the beginning of the exercise and the rows shortened as much as possible at a later stage shows the progress in rooting out sinful habits and tendencies. For sin, I'd just say bad habits. And he says, not unlike the grading system, Lombardi later developed as a coach. Diego Lainez, loyalist student and successor stated that, and here's the other key thing to understanding Vince Lombardi, stated that few great men had so few ideas as the founder of Jesuitism, but still fewer, had been more thoroughly earnest in the realization of those ideas. That too had echoes of Vince Lombardi. In here, I think this is something if you're at a liberal arts school or you're in design or you're in mathematics or you're in any field or even business, we all like complexity because it makes us feel smart. But the beauty of Vince Lombardi was simplicity but mastered. So that was the same way that St. Ignatius of Loyola was. Simplicity but master what you do do by discipline through keeping a chart with exquisite tension of detail, number two, but at the same time unified by collective submission to the whole voluntarily in pursuit of a greater good. And this is something that I'm absolutely going to do um, on my own spiritual journey. I'm going to do this, and I'm also going to share another amazing moment as I, as I it applied to Vince Lombardi and the Jesuits and St. Ignatius of Loyola. So if you listen to my previous podcast on the synchronicity of Vince Lombardi, in which I outlined his favorite Bible verse and the fact that that happened to be in the very daily devotional that I did the very next day, and a football coach reached out to me as this happened. Can't make this up. So today at, at a counseling session that I have, counseling slash life coast, which by the way, you guys gotta do that. That's that's really, really good. I hope, I hope at some point I convinced that counselor to be on this podcast, but there's all sorts of roles, the app will follow. So I don't know if ever be able to get him on the random wall. He kicks ass, he's one of the best counselors ever. But so we're, we're we're going through this process. And I did talk at the beginning of my counseling session about Vince Lombardi and this amazing moment that I had in the podcast. And we went through this whole session. It was really, really good. And towards the very end of that session, um, and I did mention Vince Lombardi, okay? So I did say that. But the very end of the session, and he went a little bit over the last thing literally that my counselor, counselor said was, Is as Saint Ignatius of Loyola taught that to achieve mastery over something, you need, you in pursuit of selfless submission to the greater good, need to focus on what you're doing in each task, day in and day out, in the process of becoming selfless through the spiritual exercises. So, friends. This is one of these things where, of course, um, one of the things that we do as human beings is we make these connections, right? So I get that that is something that we can do. But this is kind of another amazing moment uh, that I had in the sense that my counselor did not know that today I was gonna be doing a session on Vince, Lombardi and the Jesuits, and in particular Saint Ignatius of Loyola, um, and made, gave me this amazing device relating to selfless surrender to the greater good. And one of the things my counselor talked about is what I tried to do, and as we all kind of seek our life's purpose, is at the end of each day, ask yourself two questions. Have you helped people by doing your life's purpose? Number one. And number two, have you given it your all? Have you done and used your gifts? Um, Because I think based upon what you're actually good at. And you look at the beautiful life that Vince Lombardi had. It was in um, selfless pursuit of the ideal. Your daily application of persistence, attention to detail, mastery, and leadership. And I think those are things that are so often talked about, but so often actually achieved. And so for those that do, I think we can only learn from them. And so what I'm going to do is I did buy, and I encourage you to buy as well and reach out to me, rockycast at gmail.com. I'm going to purchase the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola. And I'm going to freaking go to a monastery and reflect on these things. And I'm going to share with you what I learned from that. you know, this podcast has been my effort to sort of share what I think I'm good at and hopefully offer something to you that helps your life and advances your own life purpose on your own journey and to find it useful in what we're trying to achieve here. You know, some of these episodes, frankly, frankly my numbers have not been as good on some of these episodes. My highest, my highest numbers so far have been on i Ali and testosterone. So I don't know, a bunch of dudes listening to my podcast. I can't explain what people like and what they don't. But this one is a legacy that I want to live forever, leave forever. That to understand me, a Lutheran, you also have to understand the Catholic faith and how wonderful, rich, and varied it is. In particular, even though I'm a Lutheran and I'm not going to convert to Catholicism, I so respect the Catholic religion and everything that it stands for. And in particular, the great saints like. St. Ignatius of Loyola who led the Counter-Reformation. And I'm so inspired by what they did and what I've learned from them. And I hope we Lutherans can also learn from St. Ignatius of Loyola and the great Vince Lombardi. Um, I never expected that Vince Lombardi would influence me in the way that he has. And I hope that he continues to influence you in the way that uh, he has shaped metal only his players the city of Green Bay, all of us that care about doing the best we can in terms of a team and making sure that it serves a purpose. Because that's what Jay Shetty reminded us in Think Like a Month. If you are focusing only on yourself and you're not thinking about those around you, that's a hobby. Hobbies can be important, but it doesn't achieve a higher purpose. It only is when you connect what you're good at with where there is need That you truly achieve what you were set out in this earth to do, which is to bring out your talents. And it is a sin. Inaction is a sin. Not to use your gifts is a sin. And that reminded me of the synchronicity episode yesterday. There's really only two choices. You know, I think it's very easy for us to retreat. To retreat into our own little castle is a sin. We need to have moments of sanctuary where we, I'm going to go to the monastery and reflect and engage in spiritual exercises, but it only serves our higher purpose when we share those gifts out in the world. Friends, I hope you had as much fun listening to this episode as I had putting it on. Um, I'm going to continue to do a few more episodes on Vince Lombardi, and then we're going to shift gears and focus on some other health spiritual practices that I've engaged in to try to advance my life and mind, body, and spirit, utilizing the power of the liberal arts in a way that achieves what we were set out and to serve to do through our creator. Um, So thank you so much for tuning in. We're gonna continue to put on high quality episodes. If you're here this far, please share um, what you've heard on this particular podcast. Anyone that may be struggling, anyone that maybe needs a little push, anyone needs to be inspired, I'm on Spotify, Apple, and all places where podcasts are heard reach out to me, at gmail.com. and together you and I will continue to make high-quality um, podcasts. Share this, tell your enemies, tell your friends, because we want to expand the message of what we're trying to do on the Rockmecast. Infinite gratitude to each one of you who took the time to spend this time with me, with all the choices that you have and the ways you can spend time on your day. The fact that you have shared your time with me is of infinite blessing to me. Thank you so much. I'll continue to continue to do good work together on the Rocky Cast.